words have ever been more fitly spoken when we think about the goodness of the Lord. How great, how great is our God. Amen. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Smile at somebody. Surprise them. Amen. Great to be in the house of God. We're here tonight to honor our graduates. And so we would like to invite them to come over. They're going to get to sit front and center tonight for just a few moments. If they would, come on over. Come on down. Amen. And uh, we're going to have some things to say to them. And all of the rest of you can listen in for just a few moments. I will do you like Elizabeth Taylor did her fifth husband. I won't hold you long. But if you'll just hang around a little while, I think it will be worthwhile. Genesis chapter 37. Good to have all of our guests with us. And I know you're here for your family, their graduation. And we are thankful for that. This is the first time in uh, the, the history of our church that we've had more college graduates than high school graduates. I think that's a great honor for our kids. We need to give them a hand. Genesis chapter 37, beginning with verse number 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray thee this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we are binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obedience to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams, for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. Behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obedience to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and my mother, shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee and the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the sayings. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Callie Grace, you're already in trouble when you start saying, No, 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 no. Amen. Praise God. It's great to have kids. It's better to have grandkids. You know what grandkids are? Grandkids are God's reward for you not killing your kids. <laughs> Just joking. I want to talk to you graduates and for all the rest of you that would listen in on the hidden part of a dream. And everybody said amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. He was a man of remarkable vision. 
But there were times when no one seemed to notice. He had extreme talent, but no one at times seemed to care. And instead of discourage him, the only thing this this seemed to do to him was to drive him to never, never give up. When he started out in Kansas City, he couldn't sell his cartoons. Some hinted that he had no talent and he had a dream, but he had no gifts. But he set out to conquer his dream in spite of his foes. Early in his career, a newspaper fired him because they thought, and this this was their exact words, he had no ideas. No ideas. But instead of discouraging him, it just made him try a little harder. He found a job helping a minister who paid him a small amount to draw advertising pictures for his church. He had no place to stay. And so the church let him sleep in a mouse-infested garage. And one of those mice lived on. It lived in a world of yet to be. And it would later play a role that would touch the lives of countless thousands. We know him as Mickey. Mickey Mouse. Today, Walt Disney's dream is more than just a dream. Nineteen, or or in 2010, according to the latest statistics that I could find, 120 million people plus went through the gates of the amusements that Walt Disney had created. They come from every corner of the earth to see the sights and to view the incredible scenery. Walt Disney World alone is over 40 square miles. That's as large as San Francisco. There are 62,000 people that work in Walt Disney World alone. Mickey Mouse, on any particular occasion, could be dressed in one of 290 costumes. Minnie Mouse has no less than 200 herself. If you washed a load of clothes every day for 52 years, you would only have washed the amount of clothes that they wash in one day at Disney World alone. And to think it all began with a dream. The early days for Walt Disney were tough, but that remarkable, creative, visionary mind refused to give up. He would occasionally sit in board meetings and present unbelievable, expensive, and extensive dreams to his board about ideas that he wanted to become a part of their their project. And almost without exception, the members of his board would gulp and blink and they would sit in disbelief and many of them resisting the very thought that he had suggested. But unless, listen to me, Unless every member resisted the idea, Walt Disney would not pursue it. Yes, you heard me right. Unless everybody on the board resisted the idea, he would not pursue it. 
He said the challenge wasn't big enough to merit his time and creative energy unless there was unanimously disagreement over it. Is there any wonder that Disneyland and Disney World has become the reality that it has? When Walt Disney World opened in Orlando, Florida in 1974, Mrs. Disney was sitting there beside Walter Cronkite. Walt Disney had passed away just a few years earlier, and Walter Cronkite, being the wise and astute uh, newsman that he was, wanted to say just the right thing to Mrs. Disney at this particular moment. And so he leaned over to her and he said, Wouldn't it be great if Walt could see this now? And Miss Disney just turned and smiled and said, Honey, he saw this long before you did. Amen. That's the, that's the world of the dreamer. Dreams are part of all of our lives. It doesn't matter who you are. All of us possess certain desires. They are actually necessary for progress. And they're needed for you to advance in life. For many of us, that dream is only that right now. Somebody said the way to make a dream become a reality is simply wake up and get up. Amen. Joseph dreamed a dream. It was an amazing dream. It was almost, well, it was an unbelievable dream. The youngest would be served and honored by the oldest. Even his father and mother would bow before him at some particular moment in time. It was too much to believe, and yet it was real. It was very real. His brothers hated him for it. His father rebuked him for speaking of it. But the fact was, that dream that he had did come to pass. If you read the end of Genesis, you will find the day when not only Joseph's brothers, but his father and family stood before him in a place where they did not imagine they would ever be. And it was all fulfillment of the dream that he had had many years ago. But between the dream and its fulfillment, there was a lot that Joseph didn't see. Joseph did not see the hatred that his dreams would produce in his brothers. Joseph did not see the rejection that his dream would bring to his life. He didn't see the misunderstanding and he certainly didn't see the darkness of dungeons and cells. He didn't see the disappointment. He didn't see the separation. He didn't see all the struggles. He didn't see the many years when he would pine away in a forgotten land, wondering if any of this was ever going to be. He did not see the loneliness, and he certainly did not see the isolation. What seemed like a defeat was really only part of a dream, and he never gave up on his dream. What seemed like a failure was only part of the dream and so he never gave up on his dream what seemed like a dead end was really only part of the dream and he never gave up his dream what seemed like a detour was really only part of the dream 
And he kept dreaming. All the struggles, all of the heartbreak, all of the heartache, all of that was part of the dream. It was the hidden part. It was the part that nobody saw, but it was there and it was real and it was necessary. You see, that hidden part is what helps the dream come to pass. It's all necessary in the fulfillment of that dream. And it is that hidden part of the dream that causes the dream to become a success. The disappointments, the tears, the loneliness, the rejection, the hatred, the envy, all of what it produced in his life was all necessary in order for that dream to come to pass. I have no doubt in my mind tonight that you have a dream of some kind. And my encouragement to you tonight is don't let anybody stop you from dreaming. Amen. There are many things that you do not see about your dream tonight, but don't let that stop you from dreaming. There are many things about your dream that seem impossible, but don't stop dreaming. Let me remind you tonight, young people, that life is not always fair. Not always fair. It's usually never fair when it comes to you. But don't let that keep you from dreaming. Amen. Everybody's not going to be excited about your dream. But keep dreaming. Some people are going to laugh at you because of your dream. But don't stop dreaming. Because a dream is what God made you for in downtown enterprise alabama there's a prominent landmark and a tribute that is erected by the citizens of that city in 1919 to show their appreciation for an insect an insect of all that is called the boll weevil and they gave great recognition to it because of its profound influence on the area's agriculture and economy you see it was a time when that area of the world was known for its cotton fields but something had come through and decimated all the cotton crops and the farmers were looking at one another wanting to know what are we going to do until somebody came up with the great idea why don't we plant some peanuts peanuts yes let's plant some peanuts And so they did, and the rest is history. And this is what the monument said. In profound appreciation of the bow weevil and what it has done as the herald of prosperity, this monument was erected by the citizens of Enterprise, Coffee County, Alabama. Thank you, bow weevil. Amen. Sometimes bow weevils get into your dreams, but keep dreaming. Amen. Bow weevils have a way of showing you that there is more out there than what you see at the moment. Dream and keep on dreaming. Never give up on your dream and never give out and never go back. And keep your life in his hands and he will make the dream come true. And somebody said amen. 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 Let the dream live in us tonight. Somebody said it all depends on whose hands it's in. 
A basketball in my hands is worth about $19. But in the hands of Michael Jordan, it was worth about $33 million. It all depends on whose hands it's in. A baseball in mine is worth about $6. But in Mark McGuire's hands, it was worth about $19 million a year. It all depends on whose hands it's in. A tennis racket is useless in my hands, but in the hands of Pete Sampras, it meant the Wimbledon championship of the world. It all depends on whose hands it's in. A rod in my hand might help me kill a wild animal, but a rod in Moses' hand will help part a mighty sea and lead his people to the promised land. It all depends on whose hands it's in. A slingshot in my hands is a kid's toy, but a slingshot in David's hand is a mighty weapon. You see, it all depends on whose hands it's in. Two fish and five loaves of bread in my hands make a couple of good fish sandwiches. But in the hands of the Lord, they can feed 5,000 plus. You see, it really does depend on whose hands it's in. Nails in my hand might produce a birdhouse, maybe a porch. But nails in the hands of Jesus Christ could produce salvation for the entire world. It really does depend on whose hands it's in. And so you see tonight, it all depends on whose hands your life is in. If you, like Joseph, keep your life in his hands then disappointment and hatred and envy and jealousy and loneliness and separation nor any other thing can separate you from what God has designed for you to do. So put your concerns and your worries and your fears and your hopes, most of all your dreams, into His hands. Amen. Because it really does depend on whose hands they're in. To these graduates tonight, I am proud of you. And there are times that I wish that I were your age again because looking back, I see a lot of things I could have done better. But life is not lived that way. Life is lived now in this moment. Whatever your dream is, don't ever give up on it. Whatever you see out there, it may be impossible, and somebody might even snicker and laugh, but you keep dreaming. Amen. There's a part of that dream that you might not see tonight, but you go ahead and live through it because it's all necessary for the dream to come to pass. You may cry a little bit, and you may wring your hands at times, and you may wonder what were you thinking when all of that passed through your mind, but keep on dreaming. Amen. Keep on dreaming. Keep your life in his hands and that dream will come to pass. And somebody said, Amen. Let's stand together.